0: Nubian Human in the Anacostia Art Center in historic Anacostia, Southeast Washington, D.C. And this is the Neighborish cast. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Super Dave, aka Mr. Incredible. And with me Super. as always are two of the dopest individuals in the world. In the world, Craig. The world. <laughs> you hear that, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> uh, first of all, our resident feminine energy She's a personal trainer and fitness guru, Miss Fru Fit herself. Fruit. Fit. Patrice Jones is with us. She's in the cut <laughs> today. She's staying healthy for her, uh, for her, um, her Fruit Fit, uh, crew, making sure that she doesn't get too close. She got the, the Fruit Fit, the official Fruit Fit mask on. Shout out to that. We got. I need one of them, man. That's kind of dope. Can you be dazzling with like some black dough or some, you know? We'll talk about it. We'll set it up. We'll set it up. But uh, and then also, as always. DC's native son, hey, the one and only SC three representative, hey, Jason is with us. Hello, what's up, sir? How's it Hola. going? How's Hola. it going? And we definitely have a great show for y'all today. We're so glad to be back in our home location, Nubian human. Hey, shout out to the 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 Nubian human, the Nubian. I like to say the just to make Jay uh, look at be like, okay, man. Always I'm put a the new but yeah, we're glad to be back in our spot. The social distancing had us, um, you know, uh, separated for a while. But we're back here. We're bringing it back together. You know, still stressing everybody to be safe and be healthy in these COVID-19 streets. But uh, we have a great show for you today. I first saw today's guest perform at one of Jason's events uh, a few years ago. And I was blown away by his mastery of uh, the art of linguistics paired with the intellectual value of the ideas he presented. A- uh, I think I told you that uh, that day, too, right? I think yeah. I did. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That like, said, Art
1: of linguistics. Yeah, yeah. Get out of like here. You can't <laughs> just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like I thought the nigga was just rhyming words. I didn't know.
0: <laughs> but look, y'all don't have to take my word for it. You can pick up his mixtape uh, entitled Another Way on SoundCloud. Uh, and you can also see him. This Friday at the Safe Summer DC Artist Showcase, uh, and we're gonna get a specific time and location and all that for that. From no, him. no, we're not. But, <laughs> 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 but I want to <laughs> welcome my guest, Ahmad. Woodward, hey. I want to say it right. Right. Woodard, right? Ahmaud yeah, Woodard. S- Yeah, Ahmaud, I almost right. put a W extra W <laughs> in there. Woodworth and, and Lothar, yeah, Right, right. No. Ahmad <laughs> Woodard. And I want to get it right because y'all gonna have to uh, you know, definitely keep your eyes out for this young man. He's a talented dude, and I see him doing big things. And we're so glad to have him here today. Glad to and, be uh, here. Yeah, welcome, glad man. Welcome. Thank you, thank yeah, you, thank you. Definitely, definitely. Hello so, to everyone out there. Yeah, Facebook Live. definitely so uh we definitely gonna get into um you know all the stuff that i talked about i really want to um you know because uh we some we some old cats here. you know you kind of started your journey so it's so interesting that you know but you've done a lot also i was looking at um you know i always do some research so i was looking at your pages and stuff and seeing some of the cool things that you've already done so we're gonna get into all of that man but first it's a lot of things going on in the city, in the country, in the world that we need to talk about. And we're going to talk about on, Dave? right now. It's a lot, man. So today, I want to talk about a few situations and a few people. Mm. And um, one of the people I want to talk about, I'm going to start with LL Cool J. And um, I'm going to start with him because um, he started a live video last week that turned into kind of a rant. Um, he started out by making some statements and posing a few questions. Uh, to his fans, and then he began to see social media do what social media does, which is uh, start to bash him, basically, um, oh, for, for the questions and things he was saying. Yeah. Todd? Yeah, they, mad, they, they mad at Todd? They was mad at Todd. Oh, but but he's love he Cool oh. Yeah, Yeah, and, and, and that was kind of the thing. He kind of, um, because since he's been out, I've, I've followed, you know, L Cool J's, um you know, career for for a while. You know, um, I'm be 40 in August, and you know, probably all my life I've known something about, you know, uh, James definitely been, so definitely been relevant yeah, for all that time. Definitely. But yeah. in that time, especially moving into the transition from uh, just being a musician to also doing the movies and the TV and stuff, uh, you started to see the persona him kind of build the persona of who he was. And um, no, it ain't no technical difference. Anyway, uh, started seeing the, uh, him build the persona of who he was and kind of um, – so you would see uh, – he, he would – Take more care about how he presented himself uh, in the public eye, so it was very po- his, his persona was always very polished and so in situations like this um, I, I thought it was interesting that he took this opportunity to kind of um, break that away for a certain period of time in that uh, in that piece that he was doing that actually kind of show a lot of his vulnerability a lot of his uh the personal the actual Uh, person that he is you know and he he talked a lot about he was asking some questions that he had personally looking at the whole situation he talked about the imagery of the police officer's uh, knee on George Floyd's neck and how that really kind of seared into his psyche and 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 stayed with him and um and and that's why about
1: circulating it like that that's yeah yeah
0: yeah because it's it's vivid imagery yeah Yeah, but um but I mean he talked about how it brought about certain questions for him and one of the questions for instance that he asked was um was just something that he kind of musing about uh out loud just how interracial families what kind of conversation is happening inside interracial like a you know white person black person has a, a biracial child and how what kind of the conversations was it and he starts seeing people saying stuff like well that's a stupid question, and why would you ask that and stuff like that and and it kind of a stupid him. question yeah, and it kind of took him into a place where it, um he started talking about a lot of the issues that uh, we see with social media and how like um you know, p- people want to focus on the easy stuff. He was like, okay, we know that racism still exists. We know that there's a serious issue with police mm-hmm. brutality in America. And these are things that we need to face, but we need to start looking at it from different angles. And one of the points that he made was, we keep looking, we keep coming at this thing straight on, and he's like, everybody's talking tough and losing. So he was basically like, everybody, you know, everybody's so riled up, and we, we out here, you know, protesting and looting and stuff, and he was saying, not saying that it's anything against these people or taking away from how they feel, but we have to be more strategic about our approach because this has been the same approach we've been taking for a long time, and every week we're still seeing somebody else shot, somebody else murdered, somebody else, you know. So, and I mean, I just thought it was interesting, and it brought about a, a couple of um, ideas Today's show and, and what we would talk about, but um, that whole idea of people not—he um, uh, he was talking about, um, you know, asking these difficult questions and, and focusing on the things that people don't really—the the stuff that people kind of stray away from. I like to talk about um, the actual, um, the, the nitty gritty, I guess. I'm trying to think of a better term than nitty. But anyway, the the inner workings of of of, of racial understanding and the, the work that it's going to take with people talking to each other and coming to understandings mm-hmm. between each other, as opposed to just like they were to him being so dismissive mm-hmm. as opposed to taking what he's saying and, and just saying, Oh, that's stupid. That's, let's not even, you know, cause it, you know, these conversations, conversations need to be had period. And you know, you start to, un- if you don't even have the, um, the, the want to understand someone else, even if you don't agree with them, like you should at least try to understand even your enemy, you know, to a certain extent. You should try to understand their point of view. It'll help you in in strategy, right, Jay? In war, you need to understand. You need to know your enemy, right? Absolutely. And so, I mean, uh, you can't really truly understand someone unless you ask these questions. So I just thought that was uh, real interesting. Um, You know, the the things that he was saying, if you haven't had a chance, it's out there floating around on social media, his his whole little rant. Uh, And it wasn't necessarily a rant, more like a stern talking to, you know, because seeing – he was greeted with such you know disdain from some people and you know it was an interesting look into the world of what social media is because he had certain people saying things to him and he was interested in dialoguing with these people actually talking to them um and you know finding out what their ideas were and why they were feeling why they felt so strongly about what he said and so he would be like oh this person's saying something let me bring them in And one by one he did it about five or six times and one by one he would try to bring someone in and they would decline and it's like, okay, you bold enough to say something, but you don't want to talk about, mm. you know. And so I thought that was a powerful, yeah. you know, uh, that, just shows, image that shows a that lot. That wasn't even that a shows, thought, a like, lot. He, he was just going live to talk about this one thing, and it turned into something completely different, and it wasn't set up, and it was so, and just the, um, just the sheer like vulnerability of that moment and the realness of that moment to show that everybody, he's like, okay, you come on in and say, let's talk about this, and they decline. He's like, okay, you don't want to talk. Okay, who else is saying? You're saying something. Come on in and. Okay, you decline too. It's like nobody wanted to step up That sounds
1: exactly what social media is. Yeah. yeah that yeah. keyboard becomes powerful. Yeah, it's until, like Oh yeah, how it do it you really feel? It's like oh. oh.
0: Everybody <laughs> has confidence in the nobody can, hear you? Hold on, back there. Be, uh, so this
1: is what I'm going to do. <laughs> can I let me give her this one. You she get can, that can microphone. Try
0: try make her a little. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. This one is try try make, make her a little point
1: no, from the hold couch. on. hear you from the chat chat. Jay Check one, two. We coming to you, huh? No clients, they you gonna going to get, you right? gonna get clients? I'm you gonna get? <laughs> nah. I, we 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 uh Ow. Ow. we uh we right. endorse yeah, Fruit Fit. If you are trying to get your health together and, and your uh right. to get get your body all right. tight and right, haul at a a Patrice hold. Fruit <laughs> Fit, Joe. Cool. She got yeah. mass. We here. She got <laughs> masks. We you here. might as well come sit at the table. You got a pillow to protect you. We come good. on. <laughs> I'm not just this old microphone. She's going back to the couch. I'm right? talking. By the end of the show, she's going to be at the table, bro. No. You messing up my scheme. <laughs> i tell you, Dave.
2: All right, I'm good now.
0: Dave just, just doesn't. Jay,
2: Jay just scared to say he want me to sit. Okay. No, I'm not. I said he that. I already said that. said
0: that. <laughs> 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 So now Patrice has it now. What were you saying, Patrice? <laughs> you don't even remember what you do were I saying, have, do you? I have
2: something?
0: Yeah, I, you have to. <laughs> I was gonna
2: say everybody has um, huge confidence um, behind in the in in the one dimension realm. Yeah. Um, and that's you know with social media. But to your point about LL Cool J and. Um, him talking about, you know, both sides of the spectrum. If you have uh, a family that has, that's interracial. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually thought about that this morning when I was doing cardio. I was thinking about how people have different views. Mm -hmm. Like even with, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter topic. And I was talking to somebody yesterday, how we have different views on things. But if you vibrate low and you have a, a level of low emotional intelligence, um, then you can't have those conversations without becoming irate, without without feeling like you're being attacked because you lack that level of intelligence. And that's why it's, it's, um, it's very important when we have these conversations, we have to understand that everybody's coming from a different level of understanding and level of intelligence.
0: That's true. I, I agree. agree. I feel like I made myself well right. said. Yeah, so um, yeah, that's a great point. Uh, Patrice, Miss (laughs) (laughs) Fruitfit. (laughs) Fruitfit. So, um, in that same vein, I was looking, um, you know, researching different things to talk about today. Um, I saw another post from uh, Don Lemon, the uh, correspondent for CNN. He's uh, and um, you know, I don't necessarily have anything against Don Lemon as a person. Like, he's a pretty good correspondent. Does his thing on CNN, but um, he was talking in the moment. You know, um, there's this clip of him watching like some riots and he starts talking about, you know, um, I guess what a lot of people tend to do in times like that is start talking about what we need to do as a community to make things better. And I mean, some uh, a lot of good ideas come out of those type of conversations. But every now and again, there's uh, certain things like he started um, uh, what what people are saying, people are dubbing it like he was calling out certain uh, celebrities. You know, for, for their lack of, um, you know, I guess, presence in this whole, um, you know, situation that's been going on. And, and that whole thing is, is interesting to me, and I'm gonna get you guys' opinion about it just because. So, uh, so he, I don't think he named anybody specific. Like, after they put it, they were like, oh, he was talking to Oprah, and he was talking to Ellen DeGeneres or a certain other people who weren't as vocal. Um, and I think that this same thing that we're talking about, this, this entity of social media has given people such, uh, um, a level of, first of all, anonymity, so you don't really have to be yourself, but also a level of, uh, uh, chutzpah or, uh, what is it like, um, uh, I'm trying to, I don't want to say, uh, balls, but, uh, <laughs> courage. So that, that, uh, puts them in a position to feel like that they have, I don't think anybody has the right to tell anybody else you know, how to spend their money or how to, you can't, so like Aisha um, used to say, uh, you can't uh, dictate someone else's level of outrage. And that uh, statement came out of uh, when the whole Me Too thing was going on. And certain people were like, oh, well, this didn't really bother that person as bad. So, But you don't have the right to dictate someone else's level of outrage. And it works both ways. So I can't, as a person, well, I guess any you can do anything, but I I wouldn't myself say that anybody else should do anything. Like if you mm. see a, de- a deficiency, fill it. Don't wait for somebody else to do it, and uh, don't attack somebody else for not doing it. I don't think that that's um, uh, prudent. I don't think that it's helpful to what we're trying to do. Mm. I don't, uh, and that's just my opinion of it. I don't know. What do you guys Some think?
1: Said prudent.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think <laughs> a good you know uh, vocabulary Ain't word. You? <laughs> 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 but um, I mean uh, that whole thing is and. And then and, um, this um, idea came about a couple of years ago. There was, like, this story about uh, Kim Kardashian, and I don't know anything about the Kardashians. I don't really care about them. The only thing I really know is that she's married to Kanye, but... Um, oh, you know some
1: th- other things about her, Dave. Well,
0: you know, we've seen a lot. <laughs> but the point is, the story, uh, a couple of years ago, she had donated, like, maybe 20 dresses or something to this charity to be sold at auction to To raise money for. And it was a noble. charity, I don't even remember what the charity was, but she was getting a lot of backlash and people were saying things like, oh, she's a millionaire. She should, She. I know she's got hundreds of, she should have gave more. She should have did more. And it's like, you don't have the right to dictate. What have you done? You know, is my would always be my question in that situation. And maybe they did a lot, but I think, for me, that's a sucker move to point out what somebody else isn't doing as opposed to, and that's just my opinion of it. Like, what do you guys think? Like, uh, Jay, what's your, uh, you know, on quote unquote calling people out for not, especially celebrities. Yeah,
1: I don't. I don't have any expectations of celebrities. Right. So I don't. You know, there's yeah. no need for me to call nobody out because I'm not. I don't have expect. Well, I, you know, I don't really have expectations for uh, anybody. <laughs> well, anybody outside of that I know, because I don't know them. I don't right. know these people' character. I don't know how they were raised. I don't know what their intentions are, mm-hmm. but. You know, I, I I hold people accountable that I know that are in my tribe, because we have a collective goal, and you know what I'm saying. So, in order to reach certain goals, you know we all have to kind of like pull our weight. Right. And so it's not even really calling people out. It's it's really just like checking on people, like yo, you good? Yeah. Because you know it, you you know you're uh, you ain't pulling your weight. <laughs> you know what right. Saying? Right. So, so it ain't like to call you out in anger. It's like yo, it's something wrong or can I assist you with something, or like, what's something going on in your life? But nah, I mean, yeah, I don't really have any expectations from any, you but know. see,
2: that, that's because not to cut you off. Are you done? Yeah, uh, I'm done. Are okay.
1: you finished? Or you I mean, do are you done? Are you finished? Is <laughs> <or> you done? <laughs> 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 so,
3: so that goes. That speaks to what I was saying earlier.
2: That that's because you don't vibe like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm. in order for somebody to understand that, it's not your job to call somebody out or, you know, talk about what somebody's not doing because you're so focused on what you are doing
0: mm-hmm.
2: and how you are depositing everything that you can into your life and to the movement and to the, the lives of the people around you. So that um, earlier, this, earlier this week, I was talking about how um, in addition to, you know, you know, big ups to everybody on the front line that's down protesting and everything. But for me as a black business owner, like I've, I've been depositing myself into the people around me into the communities for a long time. and And it's not about me, but it's about what we deposit into the movement. And so I can't call somebody out for oh man, why you ain't go down to the protest? Why you ain't, you know, why didn't you do this or why didn't you do that? You don't know what that person is doing in their, um, their space to love on their people or love on a movement and, and get so many things done that some other people may not be able to do. And that speaks to us collectively being able to do those things. So if we think that collectively, the four of us in this room, each one of us can do something, how can you call out that person for not doing something? Instead of calling them out, say, wait, maybe that's something I can take up. But here's mm-hmm. something that I think mm-hmm. maybe you can do. And then that at that, it's kind of like that fist um, theory that, is, you know, as a fist, we're strong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But as a finger, we're, you know, we're not. And so we have to be that fist and calling somebody out, for lack of a better term, it's not the way to get stuff done.
0: Not the way to get stuff done. So true. So true. I definitely, you know, and that was my sentiment was just like, um, you know, uh, what can you be doing more as opposed to calling somebody out? And then even the idea of, because I, I definitely understand the idea of steel, sharpening steel, and holding mm-hmm. your your friends, your brothers, your sisters accountable but um, in that, you don't do it in such a public—like, you pull them to the side. You let them, hey, I noticed that this is happening, and I feel like you should—you right. know, it's my opinion that maybe—but let me know what's going on. What am I missing? Right. You know, as opposed to just coming to the conclusion that they're not doing what you think they should be doing, which they might be doing something completely different that's also— you know, instrumental to whatever the common goal is that you don't even know about. So I I think that that's, uh, and and we see it a lot, and I think it's very destructive. Right,
2: and understanding what needs to be done, because, I mean, it's obvious we don't know all of the solutions, because we wouldn't be in the situations that we are in right right now. And so those people that are in the trenches that aren't downtown, that aren't in these, you know, in the in the protests and all that. Those people that are in the trenches that have been doing this for for do, for dozens of years, right. like that are depositing into the communities and into the people around them. Don't like, n- no realizing understanding what they do. Like sometimes like, you look at people that are kind of just stepping into this or kind of just becoming conscious, for lack of a better term, Mm -hmm. Um, I think that they should talk to the conscious community and the people that's been in the trenches, like, hey, like, matter of fact, I'm going to be honest with you, Jay, earlier, uh, was it yesterday? I was looking at something, and I was just like, man, oh, I was passing by um, Suitland um, Community Center, Mm -hmm. Um, and they were giving out food or something like that, and then and I'm not gonna go too much into this, but I was, you know, I was looking at, you know, aspects of the Black Lives Matter movement, how it was started, how it's funded, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just like, man. That's a whole t- show in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, yeah. Oh, Jay, oh, <laughs> man, I'm trying to. T- so <laughs> okay, I, I, I it's like we, we, I don't know if y'all gonna talk about that, but I, would I don't know if we got time. Yeah, I know we got time. And me.
1: I, 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 yeah. You' talking <laughs> about ruffling feathers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we need a whole show dedicated yeah, just. I mean,
2: Oh, I, then, know, the, I know, but, you know, I was going to call you, Jay, like, Jay, I really, because I know you have a lot of connections in the community, mm-hmm. and I want to get back to so all the communities where I used to do community stuff are is, are gone. Berry Farms is gone. Serves and Quarters is gone. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. get back into the community, but I don't have to be, I don't want to be in a front line. Like, I want to be in the trenches, and I want to know how I can contribute my business to my business and my time to the movement so you can let me know that later
0: absolutely yeah, yeah. okay i'm sure jay got some <laughs>
1: some
0: ideas for how it, to, it's know. funny
1: man the past uh 2 weeks i've gotten a lot of calls and texts from people, people i haven't be, talked to yeah. in, in years mm. or a while just kind of like uh checking in i guess and like <laughs> picking my brain about scenarios and so it's it's, uh, it's an honor that, you know, these people in such high places, you know, hold me in regard to information uh, about the community and tangible steps and plans of action. Uh, and I don't know, you know, uh, not that I know anything. <laughs> but it just is oh, exactly. you know, i say yourself Exactly. I mean it's, it's a humbling experience. Cause, you know, the people that I've gotten calls and texts from are like you know, uh admirable people like, "Oh, okay." Uh so so I, I'm honored and humbled. So That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But these times have called for very uh uh like the LL Cool J scenario. These times have called for real conversations and honest mm-hmm. Conversations that seem to rub people the wrong way. Yeah, maybe what just a few years too. ago, but yeah, now yeah. it's like people are forced to have to talk yeah. about things. Mm. So now that yeah. th- the people that were getting on their nerves, they're consulting now. Right. The people that they have <laughs> to like, to. Right, thing you told me <laughs> right. About, it's like, it's like uh, my last when you
0: was reading about what right. you doing. Mm-hmm. Oh you mean the thing you told me to shut up about and not yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> right oh that thing
1: you still like yeah mm-hmm.
0: yeah <laughs> yeah man it, it it gets deep like that though and i mean it's important um to have these conversations like you said that's the only way it's the only like real way forward that i think is 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 gaining understanding like cuz i mean um just the the we, we have, we go through um, a state of mourning, like uh, everything, um, I'm trying to think out how to word it. Like, uh, mo- cause you know, mourning is not just the loss of death, but it's our um, uh, intellectual adjustment to change. Mm. And so yeah. it's how we intellectualize, like any drastic change is a state of, so we go through the levels of mourning, you go through the anger, you go through the fear, you go through the, you know, all yeah. of those steps. And so that's what we're seeing played out On a global level, at this point, is something's got to change. But now, the key to uh, any to the process of mourning, to making it out and not, you know, um, wallowing in that sorrow and all of that, is the change that comes about from it. So that's the thing that I'm 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 worried about that too, because I don't see while I see a lot of you know us going through the steps and they're clear. I don't see a lot of change. Oh,
1: oh, let me. What you got? uh, he got excited. Let, he let me comfort you, Dave. Life. Let me comfort your spirit, brother. Okay. Let me tell you what's going on that wasn't anticipated. Okay. So what's happening is the, the indoctrination of the elite is being broken apart. Okay. And the elite don't know how to handle that shit. Because now you got rich white people questioning all their shit. Mm. You know what so I'm saying? I don't think that has ever happened before. Even even with the, the, the real movement of the civil rights organizations, because I can remember, uh, you know, folks were stepping up like Marlon Brando and uh, other fo- other, you know, significant white people would step up. But now what's happening is that the elite are realizing that. It's it's uh it's contradictory to what they're saying, like openly. Like so many people are getting fired from their jobs, and right. mm. you know what I'm saying? So it's like white people are like, yo, we can't be racist white no more, and like other white people are like, yo, I know, I know, but no. Mm. Like this ain't the time. Yeah. Like I understand your feeling, but like we gotta fire you. And that's just <laughs> yeah. letting you know, yeah. like, yo, yeah. there's a lot <laughs> yep. of people of color all over the globe, bruh. It's like this outwardly racist shit that they, you know, they used to hang their hat on. It's like crumbling in front of them. And it's like, they be crying and shit. Like, I can't be racist. I can't just hate niggas outwardly. It's like you could, but it's like, it's so many people intertwined in how you got rich. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So now it's like
0: the elite are like. Battling themselves now, like, and that's because that's kind of it's <laughs> kind of a shift, right? It's because, great because the um, the quote unquote elite, the the demographic of the elite has changed, right? Like, no, it's not the same as it was. That, no, and, it is, and the mindset of the demographic, because I mean, it's no, the same, no, it is.
1: It, it is exactly the same. Is now the, same? the problem is that they they are getting called out for it. But the mindset hasn't changed.
0: I think it was a strong mindset of no matter how much they call us out, we're gonna stick strong to this. But racism. that's what that, that's but that's uh, why
1: they still going hard. That's why they still do it. I, but now they're seeing our power.
0: I think it's which fear, was never right.
1: displayed before.
0: You think it's what? I think it's the the. Um the people that are still going hard with it is out of, because like you said, uh, like this, what's the saying, a hit dog going to holler? Like, mm. they, they feeling it. So it's like, yeah. oh, man, we got to go extra hard because they, they trying to change what we do. Yeah. So I think that that's more of the outlash that you're saying right now. of Like, the extra. because uh, I was talking to one of my coworkers about, like, why, they not chilling. Like, why they not like, oh, the heat is on us right now. Let's stop killing niggas. It's more. Well, it's, well not see, even we haven't
1: nigga. gotten there yet. We haven't gotten there yet, so that's now we're getting thing. we're getting like the outrage and the, and the firings and you know people getting called out. But the, the problem is they haven't made a, a decision to stop like killing niggas yet. And, and yeah, that's what I'm saying. But we I haven't mean. gotten there yet. Well,
2: here's a, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. And so I'm glad you brought that up. We have to understand that this is this we are in right now a spiritual and a civil war. We've always had a race war. It's we've always had one, but and I'm gonna tell you, and I told you guys one of the last shows at the top of this, and I'm quoting pandemic. Mm. The first thing that sold out was the guns. Yep. The first thing that sold out was the guns, and who was buying them?
0: Well, not me. No, I'm just playing. No, (laughs) you (laughs) (laughs) lied, day. Well, I I,
1: I, I don't, I don't know FooFit. So, uh, we in a different d- demographic. <laughs> <laughs> <That's my thing. laughs> Y'all wasn't fine, <buying. laughs> but we gotta
2: we have to think about. I the digress. Fact that, so we have to think about the fact that while. So here's the thing. For this here's what it is. I'm gonna just be real and up front for me. Please do. For me, this is not. For me, uh, the, the, the 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 hashtags and the selfie pictures and the and the being in front of the camera and nice pictures for social media and that's not what it's about I think it's mm. I think all of that's distractions I think the setup was the cell phone mm. I think the setup was I think there's a lot of sacrificial sacrif- sacrificial stuff going on it like a lot of sacrifice mm. a lot of um a lot of a lot of unspoken um truths there's a lot of symbolism um with, as far as what's Trump doing, he's doing a lot of symbolism that nobody's paying attention to. They're so emotionally charged. Yeah. Yeah. Into what, and yeah, Yo, he he wrong. going so hard. He's, yeah, he he's going, going so hard like the other day when he held up the Bible upside down and he took that picture. Like I got an
1: unpopular opinion. That. I have yeah. an unpopular opinion, Dave. I, 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 I'm going to wait until Patrice
0: I was about to say I know what it, but I'm going to stop saying <laughs> I know what it is. I'm going to say some of your ideas because I've known you long enough to kind of have a, a trajectory of what you, but but I will say, before you say it real quick, I will say I, I posted, uh, what was it, yesterday on Facebook that I truly believe a lot of this stuff is being posted, is being set in front of us. Uh as a distraction to keep us focused on fighting each other so we don't see who the real enemies are. And that's what, but yeah, go ahead, Jay. we to no, uh, oh, oh, I'm 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 go go finish it. Yeah, yeah, finish yeah it.
2: so it's not it's not we, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than we've been fighting each other for years. Exactly.
0: Yeah. It's deeper than that. It's, the status quo it's deeper keep than it. that.
2: This we are we are in a war right now and it's been how do we end up outside at the protest? How do we end up out there? How do we get there? What was the trigger?
0: Uh, and, uh it was, and and they say uh, well, everybody the fight, it was Big Floyd. Floyd it was Big yeah. Floyd. Yeah. Right
2: so what was the final trigger? And so what do we know
1: about that Then it was Brianna Taylor.
0: Incident? Yeah yeah it was Brianna Taylor it was Amon Aubrey it was you know
2: No the final trigger.
0: Oh it was the George Floyd was Exactly yeah. so what
2: do we know about that whole
0: incident? Uh it's a it's a lot deeper than uh what uh has been put out in the media. Like exactly. they just released stories about how they knew each other. Yeah, they worked mm-hmm. together. You know, they worked together. So it was deeper than him just arresting a black that guy. There it were was no somebody ENTs that on the he scene. Knew. There was yeah no paramedics showed up until after was everything was over for all those minutes. No paramedic but they weren't so, called but I mean it's a yeah So a we lot never
2: we don't know what we don't know.
0: Uh, we don't
2: know what happened. Uh, so don't. silly it's
0: profound. I'm no not, but it is not I'm profound not, definitely. I'm, we when I say we don't know what happened,
2: I mean we don't know. The, we don't know if we don't know why that was the trigger. We don't know why that yeah, ha- yeah, why right. that was and the trigger was for everything. Like that, why that was the real that I don't I don't know what to say it was to say because you know the emo- the unintelligent emotional folks are gonna be like, oh my gosh, she's saying well, that.
0: Don't even happened? think about like. That's uh, what I'm yeah, no, you know, say what you gotta say. Don't I'm worry trying. It'll be all right.
2: So no, I'm just saying that I don't think we're looking at like if you line all the dominoes up if you line a virus up, if you line all the things, the dominoes up in a line, they're all gonna fall into place once you start connecting the dots. Mm. And I just don't think that we're paying attention to everything. Like I put a post up yesterday and it said, um, observe, don't absorb. Mm-hmm. Like you have to really sit back and 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 watch what's going on. and mm-hmm. And understand to Jay's point about social media is that you don't have to, you know, social media is a whole different aspect. But now we have those people that hide behind a keyboard and think that just because you not on social media talking about things, you're a coward and you you not yeah. for your people and that's BS. I am mm-hmm. observing. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm doing I'm putting the work in, in other areas and then I'm observe- I'm observing instead of absorbing and being emotionally unintelligent. Like right, we gotta right. we gotta do we gotta um understand how that that
0: works so definitely Uh. definitely i agree man and um yeah that's that's basically what, what i was saying too was about um you know people's um you know how quick they are to uh, you know, point the finger at other people or the the quote unquote calling people out and stuff. And it's more about like you don't have to see just because the 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 river looks still on top, you don't see the all the the violent motion that's going on at that undertow. Look at, look at your analogies. You. Go you ahead, well, well, right. Dave. <laughs> 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 the ocean <laughs> is. <she laughs> Go right. <laughs> <Anyway. right. laughs> So, but they, so you you had uh, alluded to an unpopular opinion, and I'm gonna see if I was right in my assertion of what you finna say. All right, so if
1: I was if I was a white person in America and I was observing, you know, uh, I went through the two terms of Obama and uh, I I started witnessing people uh, being so concerned about black lives and all this niggerdom, you know, that's been popularized and supported, you know, and uh, if I knew my whole life that internally I, I subconsciously felt inferior and uh, uh, I guess threatened by a, a certain entity in my society. Um, the, the my current president would make me feel emboldened and strong and and ready to fight for my country. You know what I'm saying? Like no. uh uh he he doesn't care about the people that I don't care about. He's in a position of power to to execute laws and orders and and, and uh control the military at his whim to protect my rights, not their rights. And you know cuz it seems as though uh, as a white American, I would feel that things are crumbling in front of my eyes. Like this leadership, would, I would support this leadership wholeheartedly because he is defending the essence of what America is. The mm. essence of what, l- let me rephrase that. The essence of what the United States is. The United States is a corporation. So the essence of what the United States is and what it was founded upon was that it is a white nation, which is well documented, you know, this is a white nation for white people. Any uh, any melanated uh, citizens are second class citizens, they'll never ever get to th- to our elite white status. And so for the past 10 to 15 years, that those followers have kinda watched that start to crumble. You've watched black billionaires formulate right in front of your eyes. You've watched uh, uh, a quote-unquote black man lead the corporation. Uh, And you've, you've watched your white allies and family members start to soften their hearts for the concerns and the the abuse of their black uh, uh, co-workers, and, and you know countrymen, and you know uh, uh, musicians and artists, and it's like you know so this current leadership for that corporation is empowering, mm. and like yeah. There's protesters in the way. Get them motherfuckers out the way. Shoot that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to this church. I'm taking this picture, nigga. That's how we rolling. That is leadership to the demographic that I'm speaking of. That's giving them, like, yeah, we still got control. You know, we still running. They ain't going to take this country from us. And so that's the card that this current leadership (laughs) is playing. You know what I'm saying? yeah yeah. so it's like definitely. he he getting them rallied up, and that's how he could and, win and, and then, that's how he could win again because even those white people that's out there in the protests
0: holding signs and all of that throwing rocks and busting windows. oh I know looting fires. looting and
1: you know what I'm saying uh, uh, <laughs> <I see> provocateurs <laughs> and
0: all of them, you know what I'm saying it's like. <laughs> I see one dude, uh, when I was looking at the Don Lemon video, it was one dude, it was a footlocker they were raiding and people was running in and taking stuff and coming out. And one dude had his car parked right in front of the footlocker, this white <laughs> dude. And he came out with a bunch of stuff and put it in his car and the camera panned over, got his license plate. Wow. Right, this dude's an amateur, he's never it. But no, but uh, but yeah, I just thought that was hilarious that he was like probably like yeah i'm going to get away <laughs> yeah but but uh, i, I say all that to thought, say they no no nah, nah, just, just that
1: that, that uh people think slim is crazy or he's ridiculous or you know what i'm saying he's just he's went rogue like nah, this, nah, is, this is this uh, is a fine-tuned strategic genius
0: strategy. yeah yeah yeah
1: cuz he knows the time we're in Yeah. Because their conversations are different than the general public conversations. Yeah. You know, even conversations in local leadership are different than community leadership. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And
1: that's what we have to understand. Like, he's not just out there running them up, like doing whatever he wants. These are calculated trillions of dollars going into every action, every photo op, every Executive order that signed mm-hmm. every yeah, one of them little yeah. dumbass interviews about you know <laughs> the, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, stuff all of be, that man, is is, is well strategic execution you know to professional exactly <laughs> <It's great. laughs> exactly because, <laughs>
0: because they know they don't ha- you don't have to get. All the people on your side. All you, you, you have to do is rally You've the ne- radicalized. Nobody in history has ever right. gotten all the people never, on this never. on this side ever. Uh, yeah. yeah, all you have to do is rally the. You get the right ones, the radicalized. You got yep. to rally the radicalized, and that's it. Once you do that, and that's why um he gets away with the 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 rhetoric that's Bruh, so, that seems so. He goes so out like he there. he
1: does so much illegal activity, and they, and they be like. <laughs> Well, you know. Well, you all right. know. Uh, like, see, he it. didn't mean to say
0: that. Right. He meant to, uh, you know. But anyway, uh, we're not gonna spend. Like, I don't even like talking about that dude. But I mean, it's it's important. Why? Well, the only reason
1: I brought him up is because we are looking at the white demographic in this country have contradictions with themselves.
0: Right, and that's something that they don't typically admit to. Or and admit it's beautiful. You figure know. that shit
1: out white people because <laughs> you know we've been out here for a long hey, time get back to us <laughs> yeah like let us
0: know what y'all come up with you know and see where we go from there i don't know but look, this has been a real good conversation i do want to definitely talk to our guest so master wood specifically yes yes master so uh, let's talk a little bit about the master because <laughs> i remember you guys explaining it at the last uh at the last show that uh the event that jay did because uh you called Jay Master and he had to rather be like, Hold on now. It's not like a not you know, slavery. Not, uh, right. he's, not, he's not uh indebted to me or anything. It's right. more like uh, you know, it's just a respect thing, right? Or definitely or where does it come from? What's the
3: So I've I've had the honor and privilege of knowing Jason Master Anderson since uh high school, since mm-hmm. Anacostia High School, my senior year. So
1: eighteen. <laughs> eighteen. Yeah. So I always
3: <laughs> just just the comfortability that he brings to me when it comes to me being able to go to him and ask him questions from the most simplest things to the most complex and political driven, et cetera. So it's always a sense of like when him and I have dialogue is I feel as though I'm being, being fed mm-hmm. spiritually, mm-hmm. Uh, mentally, emotionally, and et cetera. Mm-hmm. So it's almost to this sense of where I feel as though I'm his student and, and that's my master. Mm-hmm. I, I self I self-appointed. I self-appointed him that. Yeah. though. I I gave him that title. Um, okay. Mm. Because I just I just feel that's the the power and and the bond that we have that's when dope. when we're around each other. That's dope. Definitely.
0: That's dope. So how did you
3: guys meet? You said in Anacostia, right? Anacostia High School senior year. Okay. Seeing, yeah. okay. Uh, so he was working for a nonprofit at the time uh, called, named Global Kids, and I was informed that since I had done some previous traveling abroad that someone is interested in meeting me mm. through this program Global Kids. And um I had <laughs> I had met him and and he basically just gave me a spiel about global kids and I wasn't I wasn't interested. Okay. You know? Yeah. And um but what's so interesting is how the universe and our higher power work. I ended up started seeing him more around the school and he started being in my Spanish class. Okay. So I would see him, and him, and I would just have like regular conversations, and that basically just that was the start and the foundation of our relationship. Now, cool. and I'm as you can see, I'm removed from high school, mm-hmm. and I still have a strong bond and strong connection.
0: Yeah, oh. yeah. And Jay, you was just in there trying to learn some Spanish, or what was you? See, call uh, <laughs> 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 yo saw Nah, nah. Nah. So uh, I was running. I was
1: running the after school program, and. uh, you know, I was new to the school, so I was trying to recruit. And so mm-hmm. I just, you know, I, I I sent, like, a letter out to, like, all of the teachers. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, can I just come through the classrooms, to, you know, just to holler at the students. And, then, you know, some of the teachers was real cool because, you know, it was Anacostia High School. So it was like some of the classes I was just, like, a teacher's aide because of, you know, certain disciplinary problems. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so, you know yep. a, a certain demographic of teacher had a harder time of of getting through to the southeast DC yeah, demographic, yeah, yeah. if you know what I mean. <laughs> Needed a translator. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. And so different. What she's saying is, right. <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> she's like, my name's not Mo. So right. uh, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So so a lot of the teachers would allow me to come through their classrooms and like chill and sit in with the classrooms. But uh, once the Spanish teacher in particular because you know our global kids was an international travel mm-hmm. program and you know that particular teacher already had like an international travel like element to what she was already doing so that okay. was the the best fit for me to be and it was funny because am wasn't even interested in my right, shit right 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 it was like him and uh, I had like three people that year it was you I think Paris and, and Data. Yep, yeah yeah but uh but everybody was like, "Yeah," everybody kept telling me about Ahmad. Like, yeah, Yo, you got to, uh, This would be great for Ahmad." But uh, he was so busy. He was in everything, like him ooh, and ooh. Paris. Like they was wow. both seniors. They was real, you know. Uh, uh, uh. uh I guess. They 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 weren't the typical student, and okay. I guess that's why everybody was telling me to get with them. But they were already doing so much stuff. They were in so many activities and clubs, and you know what I'm saying. I was just like, "All right." But then once I started like talking to them one on one, not necessarily about the program, you know, just about how to how to maintain in life mm-hmm. and you know, just understanding like the the uh the obstacles they gonna face. Just cause I've been there and you know, that's when they was like, all right, man, I'ma come through, I'm gonna see what's up and then yeah. that's yeah. when it started to get
0: real. Exactly. <laughs> <I, laughs> the <laughs> beginnings. Right, right. And so one more thing from you, Jay. So what was your first impressions of, of a mob?
1: Yeah, I uh, I knew Amad was chosen, you know, probably based on our our, our first conversation. I, mm-hmm. I can see his light, mm-hmm. and uh, mm. I you know I'm good at I'm good at recognizing it. it was, yeah, probably like our first conversation. And I was like, oh okay. Even mm-hmm. when he turned down the program, <laughs> in my mind I was like, all right, nigga, I will see you soon. Right, get <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he don't cool. even know, but That's yeah, cool. I
0: mean, so yeah, it, it was it was pretty uh pretty initial yeah. yeah it's pretty the yeah. initial how does it feel to hear jay say that he saw your light From uh, man that's you know. that's
3: rewarding that's like that's like me receiving my uh a new ranking in my belt when yeah, it comes okay. to him being yeah. my master that, yeah. that that feels good i i would definitely say that i felt i felt his presence and his energy when i was talking to him so that okay. is definitely mutual and
1: it's reciprocal Mm-hmm. Yeah, that David. Happened. That's you know, as you see, I call him Master Woodard. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, it, yeah, yeah. you know, because the first I think Anacostia, that shit sounded weird. <laughs> it's like yo, this nigga, and like he said, I didn't ask him. To, he just started calling me that, and I was like, yo, but I was like, I had to explain to him. I was like, you know, everything that you feel, that you get from me, like I get from you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. I am yeah. you. Like so, it's like I. So I started calling him but like, if you calling me Master Anderson, I was like, you're Master Woodard. Because I learned so Mm. much from you. I learned, you know, I guess at different levels of understanding, like I always tell him. I was like, I've just been here longer. So I've just seen more things. But I think the light is the same. I still learn as much from talking to you that you get from me. So, you know, I was like, well, if you're going to call me master, I'm going to call you master. And so we're masters of each other. Cool, <laughs> cool. Well, we out of time. No, I'm just playing. No boo. <laughs> no, what time yeah, is it for real though? Because that'd though. be a great way to. It's twelve. But oh, we're this is keep the going. interview part though. So yeah, yeah, good. Keep keep good go, good yeah, time.
0: Uh, but yeah, so um like i said i uh, listen to the mixtape it's amazing you guys go check wow, out another you. way i want to start with the with the name of it like where did the the name come from because i know it's a story i read up on it so i know it's a story but tell the people where the name and where'd way. you read
1: up on today where'd you get these notes
0: <laughs> you know well i'm gonna talk about where you can find okay. it on, on soundcloud oh like they have always got day. notes <laughs> so you have to that's how you do it anyway a real researcher yeah, yeah. real <laughs> journalist yeah yeah so um. but another way that uh I'm saying it right, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I destroy stuff. Be like, it's a different way. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you ain't (laughs)
3: butcher it. You good. So for me, another way is is basically the analogy of being at a crossroads in your life when it comes to striving to gain an understanding on what particular path you would like to go down. Mm -hmm. Um, But through the title, another way, it's almost me giving the confirmation that. Though I'm at this crossroads, I'm I'm choosing to go another way than the obvious options and the paths that I feel as though that are being given to, given to me. Right. So, um, I also was able to correlate it with a poem by Robert Frost, um, entitled "The Road The Road Not Taken," mm. and you like Robert Frost? I do. Yeah. yeah. I do. yeah <laughs> great. Dope, great, great poet. Great yeah. poet. Um, and and I felt that 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 poem was was very. Not only touching and inspiring, but I felt that it, it has something to do with with that title, when okay. w- the idea of just going another way. Right. You know, he talk in that poem. He talks about the idea of you know being in a dilemma of trying to figure out which way to go, mm-hmm. and in the end, he comes to the realization on where which path he should take. Right. So, really, another way is just encompassed with that poem with personal experiences and situations where i felt as though i was at a crossroads in my life and it's also just me being positive and having assurance on okay this is the path or this is the road or this is the the journey that i'm going to take so that's really a whole a little synopsis of right, another way right.
0: and and listening to you talk even from like the first time I, I heard you i saw you at um at jay's event i was like for 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 these type of 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 uh cultured ideas to come out of someone so you know at that time i had no idea that you were 57 years old no but you're, you're what 22 22 yeah 22 oh years wow. old and so and so to have these developed ideas um uh is is, is amazing because it's a lot of 20 like i said at the event i remember saying like when i was 20 like because i think at that time you were 21 i was like when yeah. i was 21 I was doing a lot of stuff that had nothing to do with you know i was uh, just wasn't as focused um um as you uh definitely are and so um with that being said, let's take it back a little bit um so uh I talked about your mastery of linguistics and uh, you. Y- your you know your ability to put words together and things like that um where did that come from do you yeah, mm. do you contribute, uh, attribute it to anything specific, or was it something you just acquired over time, or where did that, you know?
3: It's a balance of it already being something that I feel as though my a certain family member was already uh, indulging in, so it was almost mm. like passed on. Mm. But then it was also just having a, a natural passion and love for it. Uh, my grandmother is a natural writer and natural poet, even Great. though she never she never chose to take it to certain yeah. levels um she would always talk to me about writing and mm. always mm. read me poetry and things of that nature mm. but i also just me being a child of hip-hop and rap mm. music in mm. particular i always love words mm-hmm. and i've always loved just english in general i have a i still have an obsession just for words mm. in general so it's a balance and a mixture between those two um Ooh. i wrote my first poem slash rap in in the third grade mm. And I didn't really think anything of it until my mother came to parent-teacher conference, and my third-grade teacher said, "Ahmad has potential in writing," mm. and that really to be I, I had to mm. be uh, nine years old, but that still struck me because it yeah, That's it, 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 stu- it stuck. It stuck with me because it gave me. To be honest, it gave me uh, a visualization of where I could go. A path, yeah, my path. Way. Another way. See, how I like <laughs> full circle. Hey. It's Four always circle. that one <laughs> teacher. That's yes. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, yeah, and yeah. And how you
0: talked about um, you know his grandmother instead, you know, uh, giving him that kind of uh, that push towards it. And Patrice, you know how you talk about the importance of uh, the things that your parents you know kind of give yeah. you or your, your garden you know the people who your are toolbox yeah yeah your toolbox yes. exactly exactly mm-hmm. so that, that's so dope um so I had another question I'm trying to remember what it was because that was really dope I really well, uh like that uh that mm-hmm. answer but so uh, uh when did you get from the point of like seeing or I guess that was that was the moment where it went from being like something that you were good at to okay let me try to actually pursue this as uh was that the moment when when the teacher said that you had a future in it it's interesting
3: because after that, I continued writing, but I didn't. I didn't pursue it to a hundred percent as I'm doing now. It w- mm-hmm. it became a hobby, and it became, and it was still a passion of mine. But it wasn't something like if someone were to ask me, "Amal, what, what do you want to be?" I would have never said a rapper, or a poet, or an MC. Mm-hmm. It was more of just like something I did alone like a lot like a lot yeah. of other rappers yeah. starting out they they yeah. write poems and write rhymes to themselves, or they you know they're very in tune with music mm-hmm. and they're watching the award shows and they're listening to music so I was still I was still heavy into all of that I just didn't make a conscious decision uh that this is what I would like to do and this is what I shall do
0: oh, okay yeah. okay you said you wrote that uh that first poem slash rap yeah uh do you, you remember it Nah, okay. Nah. <laughs> and it was and it was terrible. It was terrible. I think everybody kind of feels terrible. That way. I like I, I found like some old notebooks I had and stuff. Yeah, and I like threw it away. It was horrible. It was like <laughs> nobody will ever see this. Right. But, uh, but yeah, so um, uh, starting out and kind of getting that that push from your teacher and then uh so you said you decided to kind of or when did you decide to to make it a career or kind of put your all into it
3: you know it's so interesting like i i also feel like i had different stages and phases because uh, um nec- the next level of it would be uh me attending church um
1: mm-hmm.
3: my uh, i began to sing in the youth choir and I always i would always tell our choir director that i'm willing to sing background but i don't want to lead any songs <laughs> but i love i love rap music and um she found a way for us to incorporate raps into the, the selections okay. that we would sing so i was i would be rapping like like common glory featuring john john legend or i will right. rap nas i know i can just yeah. very quote unquote positive songs yeah. for that demographic at the right. time right. um so that would, for me, that was the next phase slash stage when it comes to a performing performing right, right. performing rhymes. Start, yeah, 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 a lot of people gaining stage presence mm-hmm. and et cetera. So that that was the next phase of it. But even in that I wasn't like, Oh yeah, I'm a rapper. It was just more of like, this is something I like to do, it's fun and I enjoy just touching people, even though I'm rapping someone else's words. I still yeah, felt yeah. I still felt the impact and the emotions that mm-hmm. you can you can have on someone through through the mic and through your words. So and
0: that's dope. Yeah. That's dope. And so that was the next step. So uh the the question was now I'm just but so uh and how did that progress into you saying, you know what, I'm a rapper.
3: Really me being me being at a I, at the time, Iowa State University. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I was there. You there you go, Jay. You
0: know what to say when you say some good stuff now. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, we, we, we got him out of there. <laughs> oh, okay. You
3: it know, it's so interesting. There I left, and I, Master was aware of this. I left before Trump got, got in. Mm-hmm. Like, oh. and, and, and It was so interesting. I remember receiving an email from a... Uh, so, someone that I was conversing with, she, she had a staff position. They was, she was telling us that people were spray painting very uh, bigot things on the walls. Mm. And, and it's interesting because I literally left before the university started to gain that sense of uh, energy and animosity yeah. towards people of yeah, color. I,
1: t- I told him, get out of there, Dave. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> but no, nah, because he, he, he would hit me up. That's crazy. He would hit me up, right? And, you uh-huh. know, he walks everywhere. Okay. Oh, yeah. And he yep. would just mm-hmm. tell me about like the the environment, like the classes and like the town, and and I'll just and then me, you know, obviously realizing who he was and what his potential was, mm-hmm. I was like, at some point, I didn't know when. I was like, but at some point, he's going to be considered a threat out there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By himself, no mm. family. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was just like. Nah, you got to get out of (laughs) there, bro. I was like, you got to get out of that joint, bro. Because people was concerned. Like, oh, you telling him to leave school? Like, I was like, but he's smart enough to go to school anywhere. Anywhere. i like, you know, I think Iowa State just, like, you know, gave him an opportunity to come out there. But Mm -hmm. I was just like, nah, just based off, like, how he used to tell me. And it wasn't negative. So these are just things that were popping up in my head, like yeah, I walked to the movies and then I saw this, and these people were doing this. Then I was at this class and they were talking about this, and this was happening. So I was just formulating in my own mind, I was like, mm, yeah, it's you should get problem. out, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you should get out of there, bro. Like, come on back yeah. home. Like, if you want to go to college, you know, you know, take your ass to you H- or you <laughs> <know what laughs> saying, somewhere where your folks at, so that yeah. you can grow and cook. cause I I knew. Mind you, he was with me his whole senior year of high school. Okay. And then he just goes to Iowa. Yeah. It's like, nah, bro, because <laughs> the way your mind is developing and what you're seeking and what's going to be on your mind and all of that, like, you need to come back, bro. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs>
0: So, uh, yeah, no, nah, I'm just like, the white girl's the best of No, nah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that too. Like, stay away. Stay <laughs> nah, away, brother. Look, that's, you know, it's your preference. <laughs> Love doesn't have a color. That's a whole nother that's show, That's a whole nother show. <laughs> no, but uh, but yeah, so you, you. What you about to say? What? What
2: you say? What did you say, Joe? He said,
0: Love doesn't have a color. I was, de- I, know, I know. I was joking. Calm down. He knew it was. Uh, I said, "I a, said uh, That's, a that's a another show? Statement. Yeah, that's what he was saying. That's why he made that. So I was like, We're not you going to him, discuss you want that. You wanted him to jump on me? <laughs> <laughs> I, to I know. She like, Jay, get him. You hear know what he said? <laughs> He got a sick J on me. That's, he's a grown man. He's not an animal. No, but uh, I know it was a joke. But uh, but I do well. Anyway, we, that's a whole nother show. We'll talk about it. But you did um say something that stood out to me. You talked about being a child of hip hop and on this show, we always like to talk about the um the the hip hop Mount Rushmore. So mm. who you look up to in hip hop or no, Dave?
1: Know. I thought we changed that to top five to keep it uniform with, with the culture.
0: Did we change it? To well, to We haven't Ooh. been here in a while. Is that what happened? I know so, yeah. my top yeah. five, Look, too. he got it ready. All like, um, right, <laughs> oh, I think, know. Um,
3: yeah, okay. he already know Do the first know person. You? He know the first person. I think I know all five. Let's no, see. No, oh? let's see Dylon, 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 Dylon. All right, let, let me know we y'all ready. I was just storm. Yeah, yeah, no. All right, number one for me. Oh, well, yeah. Number one, Tupac. Mm-hmm. Number two, Eminem. Number three, Slick Rick. Wow. All right. Number four, T.I. Tip. Yep. Yep. And number five, Kanye West.
0: Yeezy. Okay. Yeezy. That's an interesting. Like, what made you put Yeezy in that in that five spot?
3: You know, so because I I remember coming up, and and the college dropout was mm. was 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 big. It was it was pandemonium. So I mm. remember songs like "Through the Wire" mm-hmm. and uh, "All Falls Down." Like I, I I remember those. I remember those songs playing on VH1 and MTV, and and it just it just did something to me. Mm-hmm. Like listening listening to those songs. Yeah, so black, black Kanye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Early, yeah, yeah, yeah. His early, yeah, yeah. Before he got tainted George Bush doesn't care about black people. Right, all
0: falls down. is probably care about black. How you go from George George Bush doesn't care about black people to Donald Trump is like a father? For, anyway, but all falls <laughs> down is like probably one of my favorite. If he cared about songs, oh, that's a whole, show, really. a whole nother show. Another yeah show. Sorry, all falls down is an amazing song. I agree. Yeah, I can play that. Like, that's in it's rotation for me right now. Who? easy. Ye- 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 I think so. Oh, wow. Happy birthday, What's Ye- Ye- synchronous? Whatever he is. <laughs> you know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Jay was like, don't Jay claim that now. nigga. Look, it's... But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, you. I think he go through some, like, you know... Jay he go guy. through those... Everybody <laughs> you know. goes through those uh, Well, you know... Uh, but uh, we not. Gonna I mean, I, I, just,
1: I don't like... His... His choice... Of representation. Mm. Uh, so certain things you do just from my perspective so i'm not saying this is a uh, I mean, but you
0: have more of a uh.
1: like once you once you once you make allies uh with certain people you lose me yeah
0: okay. mm.
1: and that is the case with kanye for me like i was a huge huge kanye fan just just because of his uh he seems he seemed to have create a lane for himself exactly and that's impressive Uh, that's impressive Mm -hmm. because it's kind of like against all odds Mm because when he came out you know and everybody knows the story like you you know he was like a bama
0: yeah but he made it cool uh, and profitable they didn't want to put me out there in the pink polo right exactly (laughs) but
1: it's like he was so creative and that passion that passion couldn't be denied yeah but i think once he reached the goal he was attaining you know uh
0: but nigga snaps. I nah, think but he uh,
1: aligned himself with certain entities that would disalign himself with other certain entities, mm. Mm. and, and that's the case with me. Feel, yeah,
0: and his
2: energy yeah. shifted too, yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. you know, yeah, yeah, especially
1: when you giving your you giving your energy and your passion uh, uh, to something else other than your people,
0: right? Yeah, because
1: yeah. he was all about his people. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because at yeah. first he was like in that category, you know, like with Dave Chappelle block Party. he was yeah. with that, with Jill and Erica and, mm-hmm. and, and the Roots and Common and, you know what I'm saying, the food. Like you lumped Kanye in with that. Yeah. But yeah. then it went yeah. from that to like, you know, you lumped him in with like Jay and B and Rihanna. And, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, ah, you went that way with it because that's where the money at.
0: Mm-hmm. You but you know, but then Kim you Kardashian lose then Yeah, it's like <laughs> then
1: you lose that whole mob that like that's why Dave sought him out for Black Party. Like he wanted like the most cultural effective artists. And, you know, I don't and so he
0: wouldn't be in that lineup anymore if you you know And I don't even know if it was the association uh, with the like the Jay Z's and Beyonce's, as much as like maybe the level out because like he was still shout out Beyonce, music, he was still, <laughs> you know, the work was still still reflective, he's still his a genius, essence, it's not taken away, and, and and it's yeah, but but it's not, um, the work now, you can see like it's diminished, like it, mm. it's not as reflective of its essence, and that's why I think college dropout was such an important piece and it's, it stands out. Like in his time, and that, and a, and a few after that, were like amazing. Yeah, because like, late
1: registration, graduation, eight oh eight,
0: even the dark twisted fantasy. It was a little out there, but that's like but that's that's that, that that, that started the it. break. It's some quality mm. work on there, though. Oh, but it's yeah, Super duper know. quality yeah, work. Yeah, yeah
1: that's a classic something. album. So not to take away from the yeah. artistic element, I'm speaking specifically about the cultural yeah. element yeah. of w- his allegiances as he continue to, to elevate on that ladder you know what I'm saying you know he just made and it's like it's tough man because you know he lost his mom at the height yes. of his mm-hmm. success and mm-hmm. you know you become a target and all of these hands are mm-hmm. out and all of these eyes are on you so it's not to it's not a judgment I, because I, I refuse to like judge somebody mm-hmm. but I'm just saying like you know once a person aligns themselves with an entity it's like oh okay you I kind of got to like let them go but, like, you're mm. you still yeah. a genius. Yeah. You still deserve all of the uh, uh, artistic accolades that you get. But, you know, I'm a person that's grounded in my people. Right. And, and so I won't align myself with anyone or
0: anything that isn't. Yeah, and, and you talked about you and um, yeah. uh, last week we had Joe on. y'all talked about that that Hollywood, that L.A. machine. Yeah. That kind of works on you. And I think it's real, being man. in that situation where losing somebody as close as you, especially as close as they were, uh, you know, to, to have that kind of thing chipping away at you and then also to lose, like, a piece of your foundation, it's, you know, you don't really have no defense, so it kind of breaks you down. But anyway, let's get back to the interview. I'm sorry, this is the, nah, this is why good. it goes so long because we go off on <laughs> tangent. We got we got what so time is it? Uh, it's uh, it's twelve eighteen, so right, we, we don't got. go too much further. But yeah, uh, but I definitely want to get some more information about uh, your journey, Master uh, Wooder. <laughs> where you are and where you're headed. So um, the the mixtape, another way. Do you yeah. have a? Uh, um, and and this is always an interesting question because you know, for most. Artists, you know, every work that they, every piece that they do is like their baby. But do you have a favorite uh, on, on this uh, album or a favorite piece that you've mm. ever done? Like
3: when you say favorite piece, are you saying like song off the mixtape? Ah, yeah. uh, that's a good question. I have a few. I have, a, I actually have a self-title track, another way on the mixtape. That's okay. the last song that I that I like, that I love. Mm. I have the first song, something real. That's dope, it's more. Okay. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I heard like that one, oh, yeah. yeah, like heard that one too. Appreciate it. It's more of like a like a love song. I didn't say it I'm was good. I said <laughs> I <heard> it hurt. <laughs> no, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> and uh and I would say one more, one more. Uh it's I I'm actually a featured artist on this song, but uh it's a song called What You Know mm-hmm. uh by E. T. on the beat. The guy yeah. who produced uh ninety five percent of the beats on yeah. yeah, on, yeah. yeah. And I really I, the reason I put that song on there, even though I'm a featured artist, is I really like my verse and what I was talking about cool. and how cool. I was able to basically come from a different perspective compared to E.T., but I was still able to insert myself in the song. Right, right.
0: Yeah. And uh, in researching you, uh, looking up, uh, you know, the information that I found about you, I saw on a couple of things uh, this quote that you love, bow ties. Oh, and yeah, I yeah, that you happen to have one on today. Where yep. did that come and from? And every sure. day you see him. Yeah, yeah, every <laughs> time. Every time <laughs> I've seen him since the first time he's had on the and bow tie. Where did that come from?
3: To be honest, Anacostia High School, I give them all the
0: credit. What? Uh, yeah, as, as – as, yep, yep. You didn't, like, you didn't be- come out of Anacostia 11, Timberlands, and Spades. You came out <laughs> 11, both of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, an um,
3: our, our, uh, old principal, um, Dr. Roberts, Dr. Mm. Ian Roberts. Uh,
1: he a soldier. Yeah, ninth grade Salute year, to Dr. Roberts.
3: Ninth grade year. Mm. He, you couldn't come into the school unless you had a tie. Um, mm. So I went to my mom and said, mom, can you give me a bow tie? I'm not really a, a fan of the, of the straight ties that go straight down. Mm. And she said, yes. And she got me that red tie. I still have it. It's dingy now, though, so I don't oh, wear it out right, anymore. Right. But I I began wearing bow ties, and I just felt that, as weird as this may sound, I felt that like when I wear it, it's a sense of empowerment for mm-hmm. me. It's almost like my hair right, when it right, comes right. to it being a statement, but mm-hmm. it's also a sense of I feel like it's a representation slash symbol of a mod, whether it be I'm unique, I'm creative, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm different. So I, I just love what I just love how a bow tie makes me feel when I have one on. That's you cool. know, I like I wear like a badge of honor almost. That's so dope. so That's even dope. after they they threw out the rule of having to wear ties, I still chose to wear ties from ninth grade year all the way to 12. So grade we on the year.
1: basketball court. I'm
3: like, nigga. no, no, I'm just I'm <laughs> just joking. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, but uh, but you, uh, you spoke about your hair also being a symbol of, uh you know, um, like uh, a piece of expression for you. Yes. Um. How long have you been growing your your locks?
3: I would say uh, two and a half to three years. Oh, Okay, that's all your here grow
0: fade. I've been growing this for two, three. No, no, no. it was funny. Thank I was you. uh watching that that uh, video I was talking about with Don Lemon. It was a dude that ran in the uh in the Foot Locker, and his hair was kind of similar to yours. Wow. I playing back like. A <laughs> 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 I but it wasn't true. It wasn't true. He was a little <laughs> taller but uh, <laughs> but yeah, the hair was was similar, but uh-huh. yeah, so um, I see a lot of artists kind of you know um nowadays uh growing out their hair for for different reasons, yeah, um, does it have any like kind of spiritual relevance to you, or you know it's so
3: interesting um i it started forming based off of how I was treating my hair no like word. i but i it wasn't as intention- as, it wasn't as intentional as the bow ties like it no was word. just. From my understanding, I was uh, I was wearing a lot of hats and masks though I wear a lot of uh, fedoras is that how you pronounce it fedoras fedoras yeah. and and those type of things and it would make my hair matted okay. so and I would never just do anything to it okay. so after a while, things, things just begin just forming the way they did naturally oh, okay. um, but intentionally and consciously, I wasn't like okay I'm gonna I'm a grow freeform dreads It kind of as weird as this may sound, it just it just happened. Wow. You know, based that's on how
2: Those are your antennas Right, don't yeah, wow I was, Oh, mm. man don't, That's that ether Don't ever cut your hair that's Leave it powerful. just like it is that's, that's, that's you Those are your antennas Damn, Yes, man <laughs> yeah. So I'm right a don't big afro you? normally so it's, right, But it's good. just pulling
1: why back you, Why don't you ask it. me?
0: Oh, no, because I seen you when she was saying that, your aunt and I see you kind It's just any time <laughs> you know, she
1: talk, I don't...
3: Like, no. <laughs> you get all so the <laughs> feminine energy. Any time I hear her voice, I'm always <laughs> like... <Exactly>. What,
2: <laughs> a, what <laughs> is she Almost, talking about? I serious? That's so bad. I told y'all he needs it. <laughs> <laughs> any kind
0: of way. But, yeah, man, it's such an inspiration to talk to you. So oh, I want to... Yeah, I want to ask you uh, a little more about the 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 album, the process, like where your inspiration comes from when you write, like when you write verses, like where you get your inspiration from. Definitely, I, I definitely
3: allow the beat to to dictate what I'm going to write, whether it be lyrically, uh, some su- subject matter wise, or mm. even down to the cadence that I would like to choose mm. for the beat. Mm. So I I definitely I definitely strive to tune in and, and hear the instrumental and, and feel from an emotional standpoint what the instrumental is saying to me mm. and then i allow that to guide me usually so that's 95 u- of the time that's usually how i how i'm able to come up with the concept for the song and, and the lyrics and etc
0: that's brilliant. And I just say it's oh, brilliant wow. because Thank that's you. exactly how I used to write. Oh, so uh, <laughs> <Definitely>. <laughs> no, but yeah, cause people, you know, they ask me inspiration comes from people. Yeah, I'm inspired by life and stuff. I'm, I'm usually inspired by the music. Like mm. life is what I write about when I'm inspired, but. Uh, And exactly how you put it is how I would say, like, uh, you listen to what the music is saying to you, and you just repeat it back. You know, you just you be the voice of what the music is saying to you. Mm -hmm. And that's, like, some of the, you know, best stuff, you know, comes out when you. And, like, um, uh, Michael Jackson had a quote. They were asking him about his music writing process. And he was talking about how um, you try to remove yourself from the process because he he, uh, would talk about uh, his belief was that uh, music as, as any art is divine. And so it comes yes. directly from God. And so you have to take yourself out of the equation and let it like flow. He was like, when you start to think about it, now you're putting yourself into it and it's no longer art. Mm. It's structured and the art is not that art is organic is the yes. word they use. And that's uh so that's how it is. And when you get into that vibe and kind of feel it, you and you feel it, you know, when you're writing a beautiful thing, it's amazing. And it definitely shows in your work. A hundred percent. Thank you. So I know it's a lot of youngins out there, probably at Anahostia High School. Well, not right now because they're not (laughs) back in yet, but when they get back in. But um, that are, uh, you know, aspiring to, you know, try to make that leap into uh, music and uh, their artistic expression. Um, Do you have any advice or what would you say to people who want to take that step?
3: I would definitely say uh, believe believe in yourself first off. Uh, Be mindful. And I actually learned this from Master. And J. Cole said it in one of his songs, but just be mindful of who you share that information to when it comes to your dreams. Because you're gonna encounter you're gonna encounter people on your path and on your journey that's going to try to deter you from those dreams and try to discourage you. So definitely I would say definitely be mindful on, on who you let in when it comes to re- revealing certain information. But other than that, believing in yourself, I will also say study. Like being a a scholar and being a student of music Mm -hmm. or whatever specific genre you're striving to be a part of. I strive to be a student when it comes to studying the greats and studying people that have come before me and also studying the people that are currently out now. So I definitely would say being a student, uh, being, of course, believing yourself, and also just being mindful on who you relay that information to when it comes to your dreams. Those are, for me, the the three keys.
0: That's dope. Yeah, yeah. So, like, the insight from twenty, like twenty two. Are you <laughs> sure? <laughs> yeah, but, uh, but yeah. It's, it's, uh, but I saw it. Like, you know, the first time I heard you, uh, heard you spit, and uh, yeah. Ever since that, every time since then, I've seen that. Like Jay said, that light is 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 uh, is undeniable. Wow. In thank definitely, you. Definitely I definitely is give. Powerful. And yeah.
3: I give praise to to the people I've been just nur- uh, nurtured by, such as Master Anderson and. You know, my mother, grandmother, etc. So yeah, that's dope. They did a good I job. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. definitely heard that, master. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I, I, it's
1: nothing for me to take credit for. I'm yeah. just, I, yeah, I just was more saw talking it. about the mother, grandmother. Yeah, yeah you, know, yeah, so I mean, yeah, you know, yeah. So yeah, he I, don't do that. No, yeah, no, he I definitely. Just, does. I just yeah. see, I just see what's already there,
0: bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 that yeah, light man, is definitely so shining. Awesome. Patrice, yes, proof it. Do you have any specific words of wisdom to offer our young guests today?
2: Um, I love putting you on the spot. Go ahead. No, no, it's okay. (laughs) I just, I just, just two words came to mind as you were speaking is that um, you are a divine being.
0: Wow.
2: Like you can, I can feel that. I I hear it. Um, It's the way, the way that you talk and the way that you move in your craft. Um, You talked about being a scholar of your craft and, you know, and mastering it and learning it and being a student. Um, and just the fact that, you know, you have Jay in your your space, um, you know, the, and then when you talked about, you know, um, telling people about, you know, not inviting different energies in their in their in their 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 intellectual property because essentially that's what it is, mm-hmm. and your your goals and your dreams and your vision, because you don't need to see your vision with a set of eyes. You don't need your eyes. Mm-hmm. But people, people are tangible. They're going to need to see it. And mm-hmm. they won't believe in you wholeheartedly unless they love you to your core. They won't believe it because they won't be able to see it.
0: Mm-hmm. But,
2: and so unless somebody, can, unless somebody can see your vision without eyes, then that might not be your people. So just keep vibing and keep, in, keep vibing the way you are. Yes, man. man. I like Thank the Patrice goes get deep, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I like that. <laughs> so powerful. That feminine energy is so exactly. necessary. It's, needed. it's powerful, it's needed. yeah. It's necessary. It's amazing. Thank you so much.
0: You're uh welcome. Patrice for that. Uh Yeah. Uh, I don't even uh Yeah. What you got, Jay?
1: Yes, <laughs> almost time to wrap this shit up. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so why don't you tell us what, what you got going on, Well where people can find you, what events you got going on, there you go, Jake. and some uh, closing words, nigga.
3: Okay, so <laughs> you all can find me on my Instagram dot Woodard, A H M A D.
1: I've also petitioned dot for Woodard. him oh to change fuck, his rap finished? name. <laughs> no, just because he's given his his his, his handle, <laughs> and I've petitioned for him to go ahead and change his name to Master Woodard. <laughs> Like, you know, like, master, master, ace. Or you, master you, can no. change your ID. you can change your IG. You can change your name. No, I'm, I'm saying his whole name. I'm sorry, my I, I didn't know need to you, cut you off. No, you it's good, just man. when I heard mod, I was like, nigga, you need to change that shit. <laughs> but go ahead. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. We'll, we'll talk about it. I'm sorry.
3: Yeah. No, you good, you good. But, no, you, you can find, that's my IG handle at the moment. If it were if it were meant to manifest in, in, and be a part of my journey to change my rap name and rap handle. Um, it would be, (laughs) but the current (laughs) one is (laughs) (laughs) right. The current one is a Woodard. A H M A D dot Woodard. W O O D A R R D. You can find my mixtape another way. And, and the, the link is in my bio for Mm -hmm. my, in my Instagram. So that's, that's, that's basically a, a way to find, to find my most recent project. And, uh, this Friday, I shall be performing on uh, IG Live. I am sorry, we, me and Master Anderson are still working out, well, not, we're not working out, but we're still striving to get the information on the time and the specific IG Live, but there's an event called the DC Safe Summer Artist Showcase, and I have the oh, honor wow. of being on the bill with rising rising youth that are artists such as myself, but also awesome. great and legendary artists such as Raheem Devon <laughs> and TOB and, and Backyard, so I'm I'm really just honored to be on that bill and have an opportunity to perform. But the performance, we don't know the time and we don't know the IG live, but it is this Friday, June twelfth. So you awesome. can just be on the lookout for that. And so you can get, follow I, him and he'll put been, it I've yeah. been
1: following uh, Backyard's page to kind of keep updated with the actual event. Uh uh-huh. they just got a bigger platform. And so when when I see them post it, that's why I, I send yeah. all my questions, like, yo, what time? Like what platform? So yeah. If y'all not following uh Master Woodard. You and, should and follow you, him. Yeah, you should. <laughs> but if him. you want information about the event itself, I've been checking on uh Backyards IG. That and that's makes dope sense. that
0: Backyard's gonna be on there because I don't know if you know, but you can party with Backyard in the morning. Baby, I don't that's it, anyway. See. <sighs> <sighs> there it is. Uh, <laughs> the famous side. <sign. laughs> the, the Patrick Jason exhale. <laughs> I had to get one out of him, so yeah. Oh, man. Let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> 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 hey, man, we're so happy to be back in Nubian Human, our our Shout out mates. Anika. Shout out Anika Hobbs. Hey. For, uh, you know, allowing Whoop. us to, to, to be here and. Uh, share our energies. We are gonna wipe everything down before we leave, so we not sharing too much of our energy COVID nineteen going on, but um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for checking us out on behalf of myself. Uh, proof it, Fruit fit, son, hey. and Master Woodard. Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh, he got his yeah. <laughs> 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 y'all go find a, a Mod Woodard on, uh, on uh, Instagram, and you know, and, and get that, get that mixtape. It's dope. Oh, I'm vouching him. for it hundred um, percent. It's, it's, it's. It's dope. That's all. That's the biggest. Like, yeah, I can give you. It's, it's moving, spiritually moving, and 19. so yeah. So and it, and it's necessary for these times. Like the messages are real strong and and profound. And uh, so I appreciate you for coming through, man. Thank you so much you for sharing, having me. It's you know, honor. a part of yourself with us. Oh, I didn't get to ask the question that I always ask everybody. If you had a chance to talk to uh, a younger you, like if let's say uh, you're only 22, so that's really <laughs> right. no, no, not to take anything from you. But uh, right. yeah, if, if you had a chance to talk to 12-year-old Ahmad Woodard, mm. what would that conversation be like? What would you say to yourself, to 12-year-old you, knowing everything you know now, being through everything you've been through, all the wisdom you've gained, what would you say to you?
3: Take your time. Mm. Take your time, Ahmad. Uh, be patient. Uh, it's not gonna happen overnight. Just keep. The first thing I think about is the analogy that Will Smith said. Just keep building. Mm. Keep, lay a brick. Lay a brick by brick.
0: So uh, mm. take your time and be patient. It's gonna come. That's powerful. Awesome. And that's a great way to wrap it up, guys. Thank you guys so much, again, for checking out another episode of our show, uh, which is called, uh, what's it called again, Jack? The
1: (laughs) Neighborish Livecast. There you go.
0: Boom. And we'll be back next week. Uh, Peace out, everybody. Have a great week.